0: This episode of the Nerd Up podcast made possible in part by Eagle Theater. Visit them online at eagletheater.net and by Classic Heads WTYE. Listen online at wtyefm.com and made possible by proud supporters just like you.
1: It's time for the Nerda podcast and here's your pod host Guilty Wilson. Nerd up. Welcome to another episode of the Nerda podcast. I'm your host Guilty Wilson along with Tony Collins. That's right the uh, extra host can uh, That's right. I, yeah. I'm, the co-host? Co-host extra. Uh, the, no, no, you're no. the one that brings extra. Co-host extraordinaire. That's it. That's what it was. Yes. I knew there some words that meant, went together like that. <laughs> yeah, those are the nicer words that go together. <laughs> yeah. The others we cannot say on the radio. But, hey, this is a podcast. That's so. right.
0: This is a podcast. We could, in theory, say them all. If we wanted.
1: All right, well, you know what? It's time to talk nerdy. We've not been able to do this for a bit, you know, holidays and all and things like that. In fact, it's a surprise we got this one in. Yeah. Uh, But uh, yeah, every year the podcast seems to put yeah, it seems to go backwards. Just, every year, Guilty Wilson seems to hock on everything. <laughs> it's COVID. I'm spitting up COVID. It's a chunk of that
0: fried chicken coming back.
1: <laughs> Could be. Uh, Should have ate it. Uh, but, <laughs> good thing you people are not seeing this, and this is not a video podcast. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, every year it seems like the uh, holidays kind of interrupt the podcast. It, it you know, lays back in the backside until right. uh, we get time to do it again because we're always too busy.
0: Well, and to be fair, a lot of times this time of year... Is sort of a, a dead space for a lot of the big blockbusters. Yeah, yeah, summer the big movies are coming out. This year, not necessarily the case. In fact, we are recording this a week mm-hmm. before maybe the most anticipated Spider or uh, Marvel movie ever mm-hmm. <laughs> comes out. Uh, spider Man. Mm-hmm. no way home is mm-hmm. set to
1: drop uh, a week from when we're recording this so. yeah I, i've got the date of that carved into my skin because uh, yeah, i was going to say looking forward to this uh, isaac uh, uh yeah. your
0: son told you you needed to put it on the calendar
1: because uh, he informed you you two were going to see it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the thing is i can't go to the eagle theater i have to go up to charleston illinois <laughs> with him where it's i'm like it's a strange theater i don't know how to act right <laughs> i know my eagle theater so, uh, but yeah, and he, well, I think what it was is we were supposed to go see some anime. I think it was uh, My Hero Academia had a special release of one in a movie that they did. And I was supposed to go see that, and I forgot to write it down. <laughs> so he's on me for this one. But, I, I, you know, I can't say, all right, I'll try. No, this time it's Spider-Man. So right. I've got no choice anyway. I'm going to see it anyway. So right. might as well see it with Isaac. <laughs> yeah, well, and I think it's going to be a fantastic movie. But since we
0: talked mm-hmm. uh, last. We've both watched a lot of nerdy Lots. stuff. Uh, in fact, when we did our live show from uh, Eagle Theater mm-hmm. for
1: High on the Hog, you and I had both gone to see that day uh-huh. uh, the Marvel's Eternal movie. And yeah, Eternals that day, and then before that we saw Dune. And so we got to catch up on movies, and also there's some TV series that we've been watching. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's been, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Let's start with movies. Let's start, okay. like, let's start with Eternals. And uh, first of all, what did you think? I thought it was fine. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, I knew
0: nothing about it going in. I -hmm. knew nothing about Eternals, the mythology. Um, so I just went and enjoyed it as a Marvel comic book movie, Mm -hmm. uh, in the, in the pantheon of uh, Marvel comic book movies, it's probably in the lower, lower rung of ones that I just love. It's, it was a good movie, but it's probably not one that I'll seek out and watch again. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. some some of the Marvel flicks. Uh, the first Iron Man for me is one I'll watch it repeatedly. Uh, you know, Avengers, I'll turn it on and, and rewatch it a lot. But uh, yeah,
1: for me, it's any of the Guardians movies. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah, it's one of those. It's like okay, I saw it. It's cool. And and the thing, the whole going into it, it's I've it, I'd seen the comics on a shelf at a comic book store. <laughs> that's it. And I was like. Oh, cool. Um, Maybe. No, I doubt it. I got my own specials. Right. But when it came out in a movie form, had to see it. And glad I did. I mean, it was really good. It was fun. Well, and I think it was an
0: interesting movie uh, for what it sets up moving forward. mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, filling in some of the backstory of who the Celestials were, who the Eternals are, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, that kind of thing. Uh, I know thanos is heavily tied to the eternals uh-huh. and uh in in the comic books mm-hmm. and i kind of think they're looking to do the same thing here in the mcu uh in fact and i think it's been long enough that we can say yeah spoilers uh <laughs> thanos's brother actually shows up in one of the post-credit scenes yeah and, and and so that that was kind of cool
1: and that was and that's what i mean like i said it's it, it, on its own It could have stood alone and just been, it didn't have to say Marvel Cinematic Universe. It could have just said, you know, here's the Eternals. This is a superhero movie. I'll go watch it. And I did. And then when they tied it in with Thanos, I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. They didn't need to because it was was a lot of fun and action by itself. Right. And it it could have stood alone. But I like that they're going to tie it in and, you know, see some of these guys later on. Hopefully.
0: And we're at that point now in the MCU where it doesn't have to tie into anything Mm -mm. specifically anymore because Marvel's getting ready to set up. I mean, they've kind of already set up the multiverse, right? We've seen them kind of dabble in it and set up the audience for that idea. So now Marvel can do just whatever the hell they want. It doesn't really matter. No,
1: they just (laughs) say Marvel. They're good. Yeah,
0: We're all going to go see (laughs) the stuff anyway.
1: Exactly. And like we did, it's like, Eternal but in fact I think we we had the conversation before. Did you ever read in those comics? And we both like, no. Uh, nope. not really.
0: No, and see that's one of the beautiful things. I never read the comics, so I didn't have some of the issues with it that some people did, oh, yeah. and that, you know, a lot of the characters had been recast and mm-hmm. You get some of those wackadoodles out there who start screaming about the woke culture (laughs) and the fact that you now have women playing characters that have traditionally been men and Mm -hmm. one of the characters is openly gay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You get some of the jack wangs that are bothered by that kind of thing, and I... I went into it without any preconceived notions about who these characters were. So I was just, oh, all right.
1: That's who they are. Makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it all made sense. Yeah. And it's not a matter of woke culture. It's just a matter of, okay, this is a, a picture of what human beings look like. And now they're represented on screen as still true representations. So. Right. Right. I mean, well, and if these you can, and if human. you can
0: get a star-studded cast like they had for oh, this yeah. <laughs> movie, why wouldn't you? If you can get Angelina Jolie to play a character, fine. Mm-hmm. Selma Hayek, you find a place to put her, <laughs> right? Yeah, they bring a lot of, of of credibility to the franchise. Star
1: power, if nothing else, but yeah. they, they they brought the acting game with them on this oh, one because yeah. it was it was just so much of a joy to watch the battle scenes, uh, even the like the the group meet, getting back together type thing. You know, the band's getting together and they'd have to go recruit each member. You know, right. a blues brothers thing. And uh, every time I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I like that. I, I can go. I can deal with that. Yeah. And so it made for a great. It's a great sci-fi movie. You had a little uh, alien, ancient aliens thrown in uh-huh. there, <laughs> and uh, some weird creatures that I have a feeling we're going to see some more. of. Oh yeah. So what, what were they? The deviants. I, yeah, the deviants. Yeah. And it's it's funny because when I went in there and they I saw a trailer that mentioned the deviants. I'm like, oh, oh, cool, this is going to be a tie-in with Loki. And I'm like, oh, no, that's variants. Yeah, there's variance. (laughs) there's deviants. There's a whole Uh, lot of The thing
0: that this movie did, if you think about it in a specific way, was it kind of reframes Thanos as maybe a good guy.
1: Oh, yeah. You know? Well, mm, starting out. Starting out. Yeah. At some point, he became the Mad Titan. Yeah. But but it, it was an interesting
0: movie. It was a fun movie. It was one that... You know, if you're seeing the rest of the Marvel stuff, you may as well watch this one. Yeah. You know, it feels a little like, you know, collecting all of the cards and just forgetting that one. So, you know, you may as well complete the collection. Get the and, whole and set. Watch it. Yeah, get the whole set. Yeah. Um, the other movie, and you referenced it, was Dune. Yes. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna shut up and just let you wax poetic <laughs> about Dune because... Again, Dune is a property that I knew very little about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was familiar with Dune. If I have ever seen the original, like, 1984 right.
1: movie. The David Lynch movie, yes. The David Lynch
0: movie. It's been a red-hot minute.
1: Mm-hmm, so
0: mm-hmm. I was able to kind of go into it with open eyes and not really preconceived notions. Mm-hmm. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I had
1: blast too, but
0: as a Dune fan, talk a little bit about your experience.
1: Oh man! Well, see, here's the thing: I'm a huge Dune fan. I, uh, back when uh, 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 what was his name? Seth. Uh, Seth. Uh, Seth. I can't think of his last name. Uh, anyway, he had a he had a, a website called uh, uh, the Lens or uh, Squidoo is what it was, and he created a lens, which is kind of a blog on different topics, and you know, basically, it was a money making thing for people that contributed and created their own lenses. And Seth decided to. I wish I could think of his name. Anyway, he so he had a, a way for people to make money and at the same time get information out, kind of a Wikipedia type thing. And I did, I created a lens on Dune. Started with all the the basic books and the thing, and then went with the prequels and sequels and everything else that people hate because Brian Herbert didn't or no Frank Herbert didn't write them. His son Brian wrote them with uh, Kevin J. Anderson. People were like, oh, I hate that because it's not well. He's dead. How can he do more? <laughs> so. His son can do it? I think so. So I'm a huge fan of all the Dune books and read them religiously. In fact, uh, usually about every two or three years, I will go back and reread Dune. And uh, it's one of the only books that I'll go back and reread, really. And I'm, I'm a huge fan. So I had huge expectations. And knowing that this was part one of what could be a two, three, four-part series or four of movies, I was, I was prepared for that. A lot of people weren't. They did the old uh, Kevin Smith thing with uh, uh, Masters of the Universe, how they said, oh, this is horrible. Well, it's only half the story. Right. <laughs> so, And that's what this one is like. No, nah, it's only part of the story. Get, like, the very last line is, this is only the beginning, you know? <laughs> so, you know, there's more to come. And uh, I don't know why they waited so long to announce that they're going to green light the second one, because you know they're going to do it. Right. And yeah. plus. Uh, they said we're waiting for the box office results. no you already got it yeah you no. knew
0: what the box office results were gonna be yeah
1: and 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 then it was good it turned out to be one of the top sellers of this year so i like that idea but the the casting oh man i don't think they could have done better
0: well and i i the thing i appreciated and i did uh, after having watched dune in the theater i went back to watch the uh the eighty four David Lynch version. Uh-huh. And you know, one of the things that this iteration of Dune I think benefited from greatly was the advancements in special effects. Uh, that's that helped. You know, because <laughs> some of the special effects in the eighty four version were janky what? as hell. <laughs> oh what? my gosh. But yeah. And and I like David Lynch took some creative licenses oh, he did, yeah. with his version, um, the giant space worm thing that help them travel
1: oh the well actually that no that was uh the that was actually uh a navigator, navigator. and they're mentioned in the books they look like that but they're not in, in the, the movie that we're watching the current dune they're not going to bring those guys in until later until later you until saw okay. parts of them earlier the guys with the helmets standing on uh-huh. the ship that those guys are uh, navigators but they're not fully deformed yeah so okay and they get that way because of the spice but that's a long story (laughs) you'll see that in the next one i was gonna
0: say you you can deep dive dune like i deep dive star Trek. (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i can can pull the cord just like you keep talking
1: and i can tell you how much of of a rip off of dune that star wars is but you know (laughs) that was
0: the thing i got such a huge kick out of because you and i had talked before going in to see dune uh you you said that like look every sci-fi thing you love Mm -hmm. (laughs) particularly star wars and that kind of thing were heavily, air quote, influenced (laughs) by Dune, and I went, went, really? So my brother-in-law, Greg, went Mm -hmm, to see mm -hmm. it with us, and I told him that, and he kept poking me going, oh my God, that's Darth Vader, oh my God, (laughs) that's the Death Star, holy crap, George Lucas sucks, (laughs) because he's a huge Star Wars Mm -hmm. fan.
1: Yeah, and when you go deep diving into those too, you I mean like the you got the spice mines uh part of the Kessel Run thing, you uh-huh. know that spice mines, spice. Oh hey, fold space. So yeah. Yeah. It's yeah,
0: yeah, at the very, very least, Star Wars has to exist within the same universe right.
1: as Dune. If
0: we're talking about building a, a, a an expanded universe,
1: yeah, then you know Well, you know, Dune is in the future. Uh-huh. Star Wars is a long, long ago. Yeah. Hey. You know, we can still put those together. So maybe Star Wars is the prequel yeah, to Dune. Yeah. In which, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a reach, but we, we know, you know, Hollywood will try it. Yeah, we could
0: try. We and could now,
1: try. Now, I got to ask you, what would you think of uh, uh, Aquaman in that movie where there's no water? <laughs> <laughs> Look,
0: I have a pretty, uh well, I, I, never mind, mm-hmm. but jason momoa is just beautiful anyway (laughs) yes you know he is just spectacular. i i I dig jason momoa he's one of those actors that is just cool and badass and like everything he does yeah and he seems like a genuinely good guy to hang out with like you could like you could sit down and have a soda and talk nerd stuff with him and Mm -hmm. he he'd probably be game for
1: it yeah yeah Uh,
0: you know i know because i know he's into motorcycles he's into harley's and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so it's man after my own heart but yeah jason momoa is a badass i'd watch a standalone movie of just him being that character yeah you know
1: who would that'd be a cool off series duncan never mind Uh, (laughs) (laughs) where the hell did his name come from i honestly uh you got me on that one i don't know but duncan idaho cool enough (laughs) yeah and
0: it sounds really neat it's i would never put it together you know well, and, and you can't oh rick illinois that doesn't sound no. good why does duncan idaho
1: work this <laughs> is like a donut place in uh in uh, boise so <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're gonna duncan idaho what uh yeah and you know what i, I a lot of uh, herbert's uh language and um people's names and stuff were actually muslim based or middle eastern uh-huh. uh, based of some sort from those religions in fact In the movie, uh, I didn't, it didn't become a big issue issue for me. And I think once they referred to it as a crusade of the Fremen, but it's actually a jihad. Right. And which was a little bit different, but they, you know, modernized it, I guess, or not. Right. Well, and I'm, yeah. Politically corrected it. Yeah. they politically corrected it because you've (laughs) got to be
0: real careful if you want to make that overseas box office bank. Yeah. It's got to play well in in the overseas markets. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and that, I guess that's why they did it. But yeah, little things like that, just uh, but heavily influenced well, by that. And I I I don't see how Duncan Idaho fits into that naming, but <laughs> yeah. but Paul Maudib, who comes later, Paul changes his name, uh, or the Fremen themselves.
0: Well, and that was uh, the Fremen that <laughs> I. There were several times where I like, leaned over to you and went, "Are you sure that the Vin Diesel." <laughs> pitch black yeah. movies aren't in this same unit because You talk about Star Wars being heavily air quotes influenced by right. Dune. They straight up ripped a lot of the aesthetics <laughs> and I swear terminology and verbiage from for those movies from Dune, the
1: the pitch black and Chronicles of Riddick yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. I saw a lot of similarities after you pointed that out. I'm like to I never the, to thought the of point that. where
0: I I could be wrong, but. <laughs> like uh Vin Diesel's character his species mm-hmm. his Furman is th- that right I thought okay I think I could be wrong don't you know there's somebody out there who'll probably roast me on that well our but, listeners are good at that yeah
1: you know, <laughs> I mean it's
0: but yeah it was it was fun to keep that kind of in the back of my head and go mm-hmm. oh yeah now I see that yeah uh, Yep, that was inspired by. Okay, now they jacked a little of that for Blade Runner. They stole a little bit of that for Star Wars. Stole a whole lot of that for Star Wars. Right, and, yeah. and a, right mean, up to the, and the thing that I got a huge kick out of, and I jabbed my brother-in-law, uh, was the the sandworms uh-huh. in Dune. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a freaking Sarlacc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or whatever the giant several. worm is that lives in the Sarlacc pit, whatever. right. right.
1: Cause they, uh, yeah, I mean, when they showed to... <laughs> that one view of all the teeth and everything. It's like, yeah, Starlight pit right uh-huh. there. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, and uh, you know what? It, uh, the similarities are there. Uh, it's been discussed over the years. Uh, a lot of Dune fans, especially, are they get a little irate about it. But you know, it's there. So what? Now we have a Dune film, right? <laughs> a Legitimate Dune film again. David there, David Lynch's was was really good. It was uh, I I I enjoyed it. I mean, I especially loved the casting on that. For me. Uh, but this one, I think, stayed closer to the book. Right. And again, and I've part heard that one. from
0: a lot of Dune fans.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm also surprised that some of the people I've talked to that are diehard Dune <laughs> fans. Yeah. Uh, one of which was Barb Shimer. Yes. Name doesn't mean much maybe to a lot of our podcast listeners, but uh, she's she was a surprise to me when she came in and she went, Oh, if you watch Dude, it's you know really okay,
1: very cool. Yeah, she's uh, for people listening. She's the she's been director of the local theater uh, community and college theater here. She's also uh, uh, one of the head people at uh, United Way of Crawford County. Uh, I mean, she doesn't sound like she'd be like a Star Wars or you know that that deep of a sci-fi (laughs) fan. Yeah, I
0: hate to be I hate to be that that guy that person (laughs) that you know says people can't like what they like but when she started talking about it, it 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 surprised me it was a wonderful surprise too
1: yeah well that well i walked in like not long after you guys had that conversation and you like Dune too it even surprised me but yeah. then i got to thinking we went to a cast party for one of her plays there at her house and she has a whole bookshelf of sci-fi That's i mean there's some good ones in there yeah. I'm like oh okay i should have remembered that so But, yeah, I mean, and this did bring out a lot of fans that you didn't know were fans. I mean, the the theater we went to, we went through in the middle of, uh, is it Saturday afternoon, wasn't it? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, because I saw it Friday on HBO Max because I cheated on you. Yeah, I know. I know. But, uh, yeah, because I knew I was going to go see it in the theater. Uh, But we got there, and it was a good crowd for the Saturday afternoon. You know, it's never really overpopulated in the theater, typically, but this one had a good crowd for it. So there's fans that come in on a Saturday afternoon. And uh, you know what? I'm just can't wait for the next one. I know. It's I'm looking forward to it. It's it's one I'm you know definitely looking forward to. And I yeah. think uh, The yeah.
0: Eternals was probably the last thing I saw in the theater.
1: Was that right? I think so. No, you saw Ghostbusters. Oh, I did. Because I didn't That's get right. to yet. Oh. <laughs> uh. Well, you know what? I got this wax poetic about Dune sort of for a little while. Let's talk about Ghostbusters. I have not seen Afterlife yet. Okay. Um, and you're okay with. I, spoilers yeah, I'm, I'm, and all I'm that not jazz yeah no. okay
0: um ghostbusters afterlife for me as a fan of the ghostbusters movie growing up with those mm-hmm. this was the ideal sequel to the two original ghostbusters movies okay. if, if these three existed all by themselves as a trilogy fantastic and what they're able to do with the storyline makes a huge amount of sense to pay homage to the original movies. Uh-huh. And introduce an entirely new generation of Ghostbusters,
1: uh-huh.
0: uh, you know, because that's the the what was it, 2016, when uh, the all girls Ghostbusters cast, like that, yeah. And I loved it. It I was did a do. it was a fun movie. It was not the Ghostbusters. It wasn't a sequel or anything. It no. wasn't a sequel. It was a reboot, mm-hmm. and that's fine. And I'd go watch another one of those. I love uh, Melissa McCarthy, and and you know, I love those those women, and. Uh, Chris Hemsworth was hilarious. Oh gosh, it. wasn't he ever? So, <laughs> but yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife, absolutely a blast. Um, basically, they are facing off again against the villain of the first movie. Okay, so uh, uh, so you've got that. Um, Zool? You've got What's you've that? got Zul, you've got Gozer and the Keymaster okay. and all of that. Okay, <laughs> okay, friggin' awesome. And at the end of the movie, you get a great cameo for lack of a better term from the remaining actually you get a great cameo from all four oh of the original ghostbusters wow
1: wait a minute how'd they do that
0: one of them's dead (laughs) yeah just (laughs) wait and you know in this day and age with cgi they're able to do it but they did it in such a way that it makes so much sense it pays off so spectacularly emotionally Mm -hmm. because the story um uh, the story is about his grandkids. Uh, okay, which one is it? Uh, Spangler,
1: yeah. Okay.
0: Um, and I can't. I'm drawing a blank now. <laughs> Harold Ramis. Oh yeah, yeah. Harold yeah. Ramos played Spangler, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. It's so. it's his grandkids that, um, basically, have adopted his his daughter and grandkids have inherited this house okay. after he died. Okay. And you know, things started to go bump in the night, and one of his grandkids is very scientifically. Uh, uh, she's got she's got a real scientific sort of bent, so she's she's able to follow the pieces of the puzzle and rediscover who her granddad was. Okay, and discover that he was part of the Ghostbusters. They saved New York in the '80s, and that's how this is all presented as okay. the Ghostbusters were a real thing. They uh-huh. happened back in the '80s because of this influx of supernatural paranormal activity and then they fell you know fell out of favor after a while because you know they got labeled as a scam artist and, uh, and we saw a lot of that happen even in the
1: movie yeah yeah so but yeah fantastic <laughs> fantastic it's a little cameo from harold remus that's
0: yeah okay yeah and it and it's wonderful because um the original director ivan reitman mm-hmm of the original Ghostbusters movie has obviously passed. And Mm -hmm. this was his son directing this one who had previously said, those were my dad's movies. I have no desire to do that. That's not who I want to build my own legacy, but then was able to uh, be presented with this script and went, Oh, this is (laughs) awesome. We have to do this. We Uh, have to figure out a way to make this happen. Oh, cool! So they, They did, and you get the original. You get Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and uh, Winston. Harold
1: Hudson? Yeah. Uh, Ernie 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 Hudson. Hudson. Ernie Hudson.
0: Yeah. You get those three, Mm -hmm. and then you get a spectacularly (laughs) rendered and realized ghost version. Oh, wow. And it's it's beautiful. Okay. The the scene – I literally, you know, Lisa and I are watching, I had some idea where they were going because they have a fantastic uh, body double in the very beginning okay. that kind of sets up the story about what's going on. They keep him in shadow enough that you're able to go, okay, that's who that is. I I recognize that silhouette. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then when he finally makes his appearance at the, his physical, air quote, appearance (laughs) at the end of the movie, I literally reached over to Lisa, grabbed her arm because I was crying. I'm like, "Oh my god, it's awesome!" Oh. You know, and and the other three guys were spectacular, and, mm. and uh, Dan Aykroyd is just spectacular, and and they're all. I I enjoyed it. It was a blast to see those guys back. Is Sigourney Weaver back in this one? Uh, yeah. Okay, she does a post-credit scene with Bill Murray. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and and it um, because. Uh, at the end of the second one, they kind of leave it up in the air that Sigourney Weaver's character and Bill Murray's character are maybe an item. Oh, well, yeah. And so it turns out that, yeah, they are. Okay. And it's a great callback to the first movie uh, that, that she's in. And, again, it's a post-credit scene, so it's a fairly quick yeah. you know, kind of thing. But, you know, in the first movie, he was uh, doing the experiment with the flashcards. Yeah, And he would electrocute his... Yeah. She's basically doing that to him <laughs> as a way to, you know, keep, keep okay, the okay. marriage alive or whatever. So yeah, the only one, and, and my wife and I've talked about it, the only one that didn't make an appearance and I was kind of bummed about was Rick Moranis. Oh, really? They couldn't, uh-huh. I don't know if they tried and just couldn't get him because, you know, Rick is pretty well stepped away from Hollywood yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah, And so I don't know if maybe he just said, "No, nah, I'm, you know, uh, yeah. i'm i'm not interested or if they couldn't find a part for him but he would have been the he would have been the other one from the original ghostbusters movie that i would have liked to have seen
1: okay all right so you're definitely a a movie you have to see i
0: would yeah in fact i've i've contemplated going to see it again
1: oh wow you know well i want to see it so maybe we'll have to do that yeah because i i I still want to see it haven't but i got spider-man coming up i got to see that too yeah according to isaac but yeah
0: spider-man's coming up i got to see it uh I would go back and see Ghostbusters again. I thought about last weekend. I almost went and saw the new uh,
1: Raccoon City, Raccoon uh, City. Resident yeah, Evil, Resident yeah, Evil. Yeah, Welcome
0: yeah. to Raccoon City. But you know, I've I've been there for most all of those with Mila Jovovich, and <laughs> this doesn't have Mila in it, so yeah, why bother? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I think, and it's... I don't know if I assume that this is in no way related to those movies, uh. other than it's. A Resident Evil movie. Okay. Um, And so I don't know if if it's not related to those movies or if the script was just so bad that even (laughs) Mila Jovovich went, no, I'm
1: not doing this shit. (laughs) Well, we haven't seen it, so we don't know yet. (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. It may be
0: good. And if you're a fan of the video game, it may be even better.
1: I I just have no clue. Right. Well, you touched on something here. Uh, I just reminded me, uh, you talked about pulling on the heartstrings from the Ghostbusters. I saw a movie last night on Apple TV. Okay. That uh was a huge heartstring tugger and it really only had one actor, one physical actor, had a dog and a robot. Oh, good Lord. It's called Finch. And okay. it's uh Tom Hanks plays the lead. It's on uh-huh. Apple TV, I believe. And uh it's it's set in the future sometime. The sun has wiped out our uh our you know, our ozone layer and, uh, basically there are holes in the ozone layer and there's parts where humans or any living creature will not survive. It burns out everything. And so it's the last minute. The cities are like, I get, guess, I'm guessing they just kind of hint on it, but there's like, uh, kind of like, uh, uh, not like zombies, but, uh, people like that surviving, like, uh, you know, in, in the walking dead, you know how the governor right. or Negan, there's groups, they're like running the cities, uh, very few cities anyway. So he's. Got the whole story. You're trying to figure out. He's wanting to go to California for some reason. Something about his dad was there, and he never knew his dad. And yeah, it's weird. That's not important though. It turns out to be not important at all because he's got a dog that he picked up one time. He rescued from when the when the Earth was first bombarded by these rays. And uh, he rescued this girl. Got killed, and so the uh, a girl and her mom got killed. And in the girl's backpack was this little bitty puppy. So he's raised this puppy. And the puppy doesn't have a name, just dog, you know, just dog, just dog. And he and so he builds a robot. And what is happening is he's dying from radiation poisoning from the sun, and he wants somebody to take care of the dog. And it's like, oh, oh and that's all it is. The, it's
0: it's John Wick in the future, pretty
1: much. <laughs> it's future
0: John Wick. Look out for the dog.
1: And he's created a dog uh, robot, and it's cool because it's all you know. Like he just tells it and it acts like a dog. In fact, there's one point where he gets into his uh, Winnebago. And he throws a tennis ball down to the end, and the dog and the robot dog chase after it. It's just oh, that's cute. Well, he builds this robot to take care, and he's he's given it the Isaac Asimov rules of robots. You know, okay. no, never bring harm to a human, never in, through inaction have harm. You know that thing. But he's got a fourth directive: at all costs, you must take care of the dog. All right. And it's like oh, that's cool. And at the end of the movie, what it is, they're progressing through the U.S. and uh, getting to California. Well, he's dying the whole time, and the base basically it ends up that. He does die. You know it's going to happen. And he does. And all that's left is the robot and the dog. The dog doesn't trust the robot at all. And it's like, the dog's real nerve. Well, at the end of the movie, they become really good friends. Aww. And it's, at the end of the movie, I was just in tears. <laughs> and I'm like, damn you, Tom Hanks. Yeah, leave <laughs> it to Tom Hanks. Yeah. And it was a great movie, though. Finch is the name of it. Okay. So, But it, I, it, was, worth, it was worth my Apple TV subscription. There you go. <laughs> right there. So Plus the Foundation series. So let's talk about TV shows now. Wow. I mean, that's another thing that's that's been going on. I have
0: to, uh, I had to, at the beginning, you mentioned, we will talk about TV or talk about some of the TV shows we watched. And I went, Oh, I have to go back and think about the stuff that I've watched. There's been a Uh, lot of stuff. I watched the entire second half of uh, masters of the universe revelations. Mm -hmm. It was good. I've watched, uh, the entire Netflix run. Sadly, the only season (laughs) of live action Cowboy Bebop that we're getting apparently,
1: yeah, let's uh, hold on. Let's stop right there. Let's talk about this. A lot of people hated on this from the beginning, even before it was released. I don't know why. Because they're bringing to live action and anime, okay, but still, give it a chance. People were hating before it was released. Then it was released, the hate came out. Even, even Isaac, my son, said, because he and I watched the original run of Cowboy View up together and loved every second of it. It's a great series. The original animation, I definitely am not going to put that down ever because it's one of the best ones out there. But, the movie, even this TV series, oh, it's not going to be as good as, well, who knows? Right. Have you watched it yet? No. So I watched it based on uh, the fact that I love the anime. I loved it. I thought it was, I don't see why anybody's complaining.
0: Well, and some of the, a lot of the complaints that I saw uh, or have seen about it is that uh, it fell into the same issue that the Disney live action reboots did. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people going, what's the point? because it's mm. different it's not different enough from the source material yeah so basically it's just rehashing in what some people would consider to be a lesser art form
1: <laughs> yeah the original <laughs> than the anime yeah, yeah you yeah. Know. Uh,
0: and, you know cuz we all love the we all love the beauty and the beast we love lion king it was wonderful then they did the weird cgi live action lion yeah. king and a lot of people are going What's the point? Yeah. It's the same damn story. It just doesn't play as well. And the and animation think, was prettier. And I think Cowboy Bebop suffers from, uh, or mm. from what I've heard, suffered from a lot of the same. These are stories we all
1: know and love, but we've seen them before. Yeah, maybe that's what. It, okay, you know. Well, and you and you you'll agree with me that there are several scenes during the the live action that look just pulled straight from the yeah, anime, it looked
0: absolutely right out of
1: it. And, and even there's even disproportionate uh, limbs and stuff that. Uh, how they did it on live action, I don't know, but it's it matches the right. anime, and it's like Spike didn't have that long legs the whole show, did he? And oh, <laughs> they're really long now. So, but little things like that. But uh, the storylines. Now, here's one of the things with the issues that I've noticed that's a little bit different is the original anime. Every every episode is based on like a, a classic hit song, a rock song, you know, and uh, uh, or jazz even. And, you know, the, the titles. And they didn't use those this time around. They kind of renamed them a little bit. But right. the stories are, in fact, the one where they find Ayn the dog, uh, the that storyline, you can match that almost scene for scene from the anime. You know, the big fight with, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he had a big old afro and uh-huh. bell-bottom pants. And they had that fight scene there. Yep. It's like, you know, it's almost there, scene for scene. But, I don't know, I loved it. The actor playing uh, Spike. I loved him in Star Trek as Sulu. Uh So, you know, and the guy playing Jet Black was just spot on. I thought perfect. I was like, he watched the anime over and over. He had to have. Now, I'd agree Faye Valentine was not quite the anime, but then again, the anime is always over the top, and she didn't quite go over the top. Well, and that's the thing, you know, uh, there are some things that you can get away with
0: doing in anime. That just simply cannot be done or don't translate well when you try to do it live action. Yeah. Because we in an audience will look at anime and go, it's anime. So exactly. they can do that. <laughs> yeah. But in live action, because we're all, you know, we know what reality looks like. And yeah. so if they, <laughs> so uh, I saw uh, Kevin Smith made the comment, and I think it's probably the best sum up of it is, you know, they were damned if they do, damned if they yeah. don't. Yeah. Because if you take and you call it cowboy bebop, and you don't do what has been done before Mm -hmm. you're going to get reamed because Mm -hmm. why did you bother calling it cowboy bebop? Just name it something else and make a different movie Uh or make a different series. But then if you do exactly as the anime, well,
1: why aren't you telling new stories? Why are you doing something new? So (laughs) yeah, you're right. He's absolutely right. Damned if you, damn if you don't. uh,
0: Another thing I would recommend that uh, people see on Netflix is is a, a series called arcane.
1: Yeah. You've been telling me about this.
0: It's, freaking gorgeous it's awesome based on uh league of legends video game okay kind of in that that world and it's A- gorgeous and it's anime style yeah okay all right yeah yeah uh, you've very been telling much me about the it. sort of well i want to say invincible but even oh. more anime more um, okay more interpretive than that i guess uh, but yeah it's well it's kind it's, of cell shaded the art, the
1: art style is fantastic, and it's a lot of fun. Well, that's the one that's on my list for sure. They've I've, got I've never a recommended it. So.
0: One of the characters who, when we first meet her, she's a little girl named Powder, and then certain events unfold, and she turns into a psychotic <laughs> teenage, early twenty something, uh, and they call her Jinx. Mm-hmm. And Jinx makes Harley Quinn from the Batman franchise look downright normal (laughs) just
1: well adjusted as hell okay
0: (laughs) jinx is nine kinds of crazy and they play it to the nth degree
1: okay Uh, okay i can't wait to see that well wait before we do uh okay you saw the whole series of the cowboy bebop i'm like three man maybe three quarters the way through did they ever bring in ed the well and and uh, one one of the things in the anime is like an and there they were what is kind of a non-gender hacker um yeah uh white shirt
0: orange yes. hair green yes. glasses yes at the very very end of oh. the last episode like they introduced that character as uh we'll explore this more in, in season two. Oh, <laughs> and so and now netflix getting... has announced that they're not doing season two oh. so yes they did but no they didn't
1: oh that's a bu- and it was that's a bummer because
0: like i was looking forward to seeing where that character went yeah know?
1: ed ed was a crazy character in the in the in the anime and uh always able to hack into anything wait, that's about
0: you said kind of gender fluid yeah and that was back in the what
1: 80s yeah you <laughs> mean 90s no you mean
0: that's not a new concept that's not something <laughs> that is just coming about nowadays and no
1: no <laughs> wait star trek did it tony <laughs> <laughs> right yeah oh don't, don't even get me started <laughs> so yeah yeah and and ed was one of the characters that uh, in the, in the anime, just, it was, was one of those over the top. There are times it's like, how, why, what? And then at the same time, it's like, I take it. Yeah, that, I get it. That's it's good. But I wanted to, that's the character I wanted to see. Now, Spike, awesome. Jet Black, freaking awesome. Faye, we'll get that one. Uh, but Ed is one I was looking forward to seeing. Yeah. And Of course, I'm the dog, but he's not as prominent as he was in the anime. I don't right. Know. So, oh, well, all right. Well, all right. Another series. Hit Monkey. Have yeah. you got it, started watching it yet?
0: I have watched the first episode, okay. but that's as far as I've gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and it has very much, you know, we were talking uh, We were talking off air a couple of days ago. It reminds me so much of Archer.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's got, got yeah. that
0: same sort of that, art style, that same sort of smart-ass sensibility. From Jason Sudeikis, yes. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Yeah. That's what I loved about it from the beginning. I'd never heard a word about Hit Monkey. I think I might have seen the comic on the shelf. I don't know. Never heard about it, but I just said Marvel's Hit Monkey, and that's, I'm in, you know, okay. And then I got to watching the first episode a monkey that's a hit man that's uh, followed by a ghost. I like this, right? <laughs> a smart ass ghost, too. Uh-huh. So uh, I tell you what, as, as the seasons progressed progressed with this, um, one of the things I've noticed towards the end, it's becoming more and more of a, a buddy cop type thing. <laughs> and I'm like, well, really liking that because it's and, like, oh. you know, I,
0: DC has to be a little concerned because, in my opinion, Marvel has always dominated the live-action landscape. Yeah. Uh, DC has always dominated the animated landscape. Yeah. You know, when it came to the animated adaptations exactly. of their properties. Now, if Marvel starts really hitting their stride with the animated adaptations of their properties, like What If or Hit Monkey. hmm DC could be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> really, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny because they had that Modok series, the like a uh, uh-huh. the three D animation thing. Yeah, sort with, of
0: the robot chicken. Yeah, type.
1: yeah, with Patton Oswalt uh, as the as Modok, and that was pretty good. But it was it seemed very juvenile. You know, it was very is like for a younger audience. But in Hit Monkey, definitely not for a younger audience. This is one where this is one where you easily can uh, compare to Invincible. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, there's some good gore going on there. But uh, at the same time. Watching one of the episodes of Hitmonkey, there's a, a, there's a news feed going across the bottom. There's something about AIM to be turned over to MODOK. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I am like oh i do not see how they're going to tie those two together, but I like bringing MODOK in. Right. Because <laughs> so, MODOK's a cool character. But yeah, the Hit Monkey, I, I again, I had no idea what it was about. And I said, it's Marvel, I'll, tr- I'll trust him. And the series, I'm loving it. And I'm almost done with it. I'm holding off finishing it because I know there might not be another season. <laughs> well, so.
0: and... Um, Like Cowboy Bebop. (laughs) Any
1: of our listeners know I'm a diehard
0: Star Trek fan. Mm -hmm. And so I'm watching the fourth season of Star Trek Discovery. I think we're three or four episodes into that season. Hmm. At least three episodes. I'm three episodes in. I don't know how many have been released. Okay. I'm even enough of a Star Trek fan that I'm watching the Nickelodeon Star oh, Trek Prodigy. Prodigy.
1: Yeah. I yeah. watched the first episode and I kind of like, I don't know. I've,
0: <laughs> I've watched them and oh my God, you talk about art style
1: mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. it is very
0: much Star Wars, Clone Wars yeah. or Rebels art style. Yeah. Yeah. And even the story feels very
1: Star Wars. Star <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, if you're a hardcore Gene Roddenberry Star Trek fan, Prodigy may not be the thing for you.
1: Yeah. That's uh, that's, that's what, one of the reasons why I'm like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I get what you're saying, but it's more Star Wars than Star Trek. Yeah. So. <laughs> but they got Janeway. Yeah. Well, Hologram. Horta,
0: Horta, Horta Janeway, <laughs> Hala, yeah. Hala Janeway
1: Yeah. <laughs> Janeway. But. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. How many episodes are you into that one?
0: Uh, Prodigy is, I've watched the first three episodes okay, or four. Okay.
1: Yeah, you're further than me for sure. But uh so it's is it any change? Is it still No, it's
0: every episode I watch, I'm thinking, Am I watching Rebels? Am I watching Clone Wars? Because <laughs> okay. it's that art style, it's very much that, that feeling. Helps, yeah. I mean, and so that reinforces it. Yeah. And at least up to what I have watched, I don't know where in the Star Trek timeline mm-hmm. anything takes place. Right. Because the crew of the ship mm-hmm. that is kind of the main part of the ship, the protostar yeah is that the name of the yep, ship that's, yep, protostar, the, the yep. uss protostar or something like that uh they aren't starfleet they aren't star trek in any way they're just sort of this ragtag band of mm. friends who accidentally discovered this thing and star trek rebels yeah yeah star <laughs> trek rebels is maybe the best way to to put it yeah so oh, yeah. i don't know what i don't know where in the timeline now obviously uh, it's after next generation and Voyager, yeah. because Janeway, I think they reference her as Admiral mm. Janeway, okay, and so. she's a holographic projection.
1: She's, she's basically the help menu. Yeah. She? Yeah. That's yeah. What kind of what I get. It's like, what? Yeah, she's the Google assistant yeah. for uh, the <laughs> ProtoStar. And so instead of a little paperclip from Microsoft, you got Janeway. So, you <laughs> yeah. know, times have progressed, at least. Yeah. So, uh, or that, uh, or that uh,
0: malicious and violent comm badge. From the <laughs> Star Trek Lower Decks episode. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. That's kind of the help menu. Yeah. That turned evil. Yeah. As holodeck creatures are want to do in the Star Trek universe. Exactly. So,
1: well, I'm curious to see where they're going to go with it. But yeah. But then again, you got to look at it also. It's a Nickelodeon show. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really yeah, probably it's not absolute, meant
0: for us. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. It's not meant for some dude in his late 40s. It absolutely <laughs> does not land, you know, in the way that it might for. You know, my nephew Alexander, who's 13,
1: it mm-hmm. might land a little different for him, or, you know. Yeah. So, so. That, yeah, they might they might be trying to bring in a different audience. But uh, again, you got to have the Roddenberry universe feel. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll keep it Star Trek. So, I don't know. And then there's supposed to be another Star Trek series coming out next year. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. The one about Pike. Yeah. The one about Pike. On, uh,
0: yeah. I think it's coming out. And I think there is, I think there's still another Star Trek animated adult animated mm. series that i feel like is bow, in the pipe chica, bow, bow. not that adult oh okay i have run across those videos <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, really? a different podcast Oh my. <laughs> that's nerd up podcast after dark
1: <laughs> maybe maybe you know what we should start doing after dark episodes uh but anyway. <laughs>
0: you have a problem with your
1: photon torpedo <laughs> no never mind no, no. Never mind. <laughs> Uh but yeah I, I don't know it's like that that prodigy that I I think I always got to say to myself it's a Nickelodeon show. Right. So it's like, I can't be harsh on it but at the same time it's like
0: it didn't feel star tricky. Yep. Nope. And I'll circle back to uh Masters of the Universe Revelations. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, we didn't talk enough about that. Uh I
0: know Kevin Smith got reamed after the first half of that series was released. Yeah. Again and it's those same sort of knuckleheads who scream against the woke culture because yeah. He-Man wasn't in it enough, and they gave, or they gave Tila the sword of power, and did, I can't, I can't have a woman be my, be the the main hero in my He-Man thing. Guys, now, it's just
1: a toy for one thing. It was a toy. It was a
0: cartoon created to sell toys. Yes. and I would also like to point out that. Kevin Smith's series on Netflix is not called he-man it's called masters of the universe That's right. That's revelations, right. right? He-man is not in the title. You are not guaranteed. He-man. <laughs> so you're not getting he-man,
1: but also wait for uh, so the second part.
0: <laughs> What's up.
1: All right. So moving along from all the complaints and everything else, what do you think? I enjoyed it. I thought it was, it was fine. It was, uh, Again,
0: it's a, (laughs) it's a reboot based on an eighties cartoon, which was created to sell toys. Right. Yeah. So I enjoyed it and I, and look, when it comes to He-Man fans, Mm
1: -hmm. I am it,
0: I am, I am, I am a He-Man guy. Okay. I grew up with He-Man. I had the action, you know, the mm-hmm. the OG action figures which were weirdly disproportionate. Right, yeah, he yeah. man's chest was huge and <laughs> skeletal. In fact, I could probably go to my mom's house right now, <laughs> dig through an old toy box and find a very old original version of Stinkor. <laughs> wow. The yeah. skunk looking character that smelled horrible. Like he was actually created and doused with some sort of foul smelling chemical okay. so that he smelled like a skunk. But yeah, I'm dying in the wolves, uh He-Man fan. Mm. And I thought it was awesome. Okay. I enjoyed it. I thought it w but again, I I watched it for mm. what it was right? not through rose colored glasses of what I remember my childhood being. And you watched
1: the whole thing, not just the first half.
0: Right. Exactly. <laughs> well. And I, I will say, uh, My opinion is you know it was good because after the first half, people bitched and moaned and they railed against Kevin Smith. Right. After the second half, I've heard crickets. (laughs) Nobody complaining. Now, either those people who complained about the first half didn't go back and watch the second half, Mm. or they watched the second half and went, oh, So you weren't done telling the story, gotcha. And in that vein, I think Netflix did Kevin Smith a bit of a disservice in that they released the first half, which arguably they knew was going to be a bit of a divisive
1: half. Okay. You
0: know. Now I think Netflix did it for marketing purposes. Yeah. There's no such thing as
1: bad publicity. Right.
0: There's no such thing as bad press. So then you're going to have people come back and watch the second half, a because they like the first half, or b to watch the second half so they can be re-pissed off (laughs) about what pissed them off about the first
1: half. And complain more. Exactly. But but
0: I enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. The art style is gorgeous. The story that they were telling was awesome. Uh, What we learned in Revelations is that, you know, again, uh, He-Man was my jam. I always thought in order for Prince Adam to turn into He-Man, he had to have the sort of power. In Revelations, mm. we have the revelation <laughs> that the sword only acts as a conduit to help contain the power. Oh. So Prince Adam actually transforms into He-Man without the sword, and becomes this like crazy, uh, incredible Hulk version of He-Man. Oh, okay. The sort of wild sort of uh, uh, which I remember some of the the original drawings okay. for He-Man and some of the original was very much this sort of out of control okay kind of kind of uh, a character feral type type He-Man okay but it was cool uh huh. skelet and Mark Hamill is a voice of Skeletor that's please that's yeah. awesome <laughs> now there was a time or two where he sounded decidedly like Skeletor doing a version doing a, an impression of the Joker <laughs> but <laughs> you know and it was funny it was funny it was entertaining Again, <laughs> I watched it for what it was, and that's the thing. And we talked about it. With Dune, with any of the remakes or mm-hmm. reboots or retellings of the thing that you loved when you were growing up, mm-hmm. does not delete from the zeitgeist, from the world, the thing that you loved.
1: Right. So right. if this
0: iteration of the thing that you love doesn't work for you, go back and watch the thing that you love. It's still there. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. if you don't like Kevin Smith's telling of He-Man revelations, go back and watch the 1980s He-Man cartoons. You can find them out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still available. Yeah. uh, Whether you like the Snake Eyes movie or not, you can go back and watch the 80s G.I. Joe cartoons. (laughs) It still exists. Uh, In that same vein, I ran across on Netflix uh, the original run of Knight Rider is currently on Netflix. (laughs) And the thing that originally dropped me down that rabbit hole is I saw Knight Rider 2000. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I went, Because, huh? <laughs> again, I grew up in the era mm-hmm. of Knight Rider was my jam, man. Knight Rider, Airwolf. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dukes of Hazard, A-Team, mm-hmm. some of the coolest cars and vehicles ever put to film mm-hmm. I grew up with, <laughs> in my personal opinion. <laughs> uh, but Knight Rider 2000, I went, I don't remember that. And the, they had a picture of the car. It was David Hasselhoff, and the picture of the car, but it was red. You no, know, Kit was never red. What the <laughs> hell do we have going on here? So I actually have watched about half of Knight Rider two thousand, and it was clearly a made-for-TV movie, okay, set in the year two thousand, <laughs> produced and released in nineteen ninety-one. Oh no, based on the eighties <laughs> TV series. So you can tell how good this thing is. It's going to have flying cars, and, and I love. I well, the police don't carry real guns. They carry these weird, like sonic taser things. <laughs> and, uh, anyway,
1: uh, uh, what's that movie with uh, is uh, it Stallone? No, what, wh- or. Oh, Wesley Snipes is in Demolition Man. Demolition Man, yes. Where yeah. they, <laughs> the cops don't have any weapons. They at have all. no weapons, no power. They are completely <laughs> they just talk to people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what you're reminding me of. Yeah, there, tell so. the
0: suspect to lay down in
1: a firm voice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. But it was mm. again. I enjoyed. I enjoyed Masters of the Universe uh, Revelations. Motor, if you if you will. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, okay. I enjoyed it for what it was, like <laughs> Star Trek Prodigy. Yeah. is it my favorite star trek property no <laughs> can i still enjoy it yes because it is my favorite thing adjacent mm-hmm. and i am such a basic guy when it comes to this if you give me something i like you give me something more that i like i'm a happy guy yeah yeah <laughs> a little of what i like is good a lot of what i like is better
1: i just and, and you know what i i, I don't I, i've just never been a complainer i guess i mean i'll there i'll i'll pick things up but I. Overall, it's like I will watch a movie and enjoy it. Well, and, and if it has parts that shouldn't have been there, it's like, okay, well, I'm I moved on past that. Right. I let it get, you know, I yeah. let it roll over me.
0: That's it. Uh, you know, life's too short to spend all right. my time bitching and complaining. Right. And if I find something that I don't like, I'm less likely to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to relive it. That's, you know, yeah, exactly. for the love of God and all that's holy. Don't ask me about M. Night Shyamalan's The Village. <laughs> I don't want to no, talk about it. I don't want to talk about it.
1: <laughs> and yeah. I like M Night Shyamalan, but and 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 besides, my doctor hates it when I start getting complaining about stuff that I don't like because my blood pressure shoots up. Right, you my know? blood pressure
0: goes <laughs> up, and yeah,
1: I need to calm down. So yeah, you know, what? and that's the thing with all these remakes, all these reboots, all this stuff happening. Just enjoy it. Well,
0: yeah, because it doesn't erase the thing that you remember. No, you know, the live action Disney movies. I absolutely one hundred percent prefer the animated yeah. Lion
1: King. Yeah.
0: And it's good. The animated Lion King still exists. It's not like once they did the live action one, they deleted yeah. the <laughs> animated one.
1: It's still there. Yeah. It's still there. Yeah, and, that, and you know what? And the, the worst part about it is when you get people that say, well, they didn't tell it. They didn't do it exactly like the book. Well, no one ever does it exactly like the book. Right. It's, and, it's and again, damn near impossible. Yeah, I'll bring up the example of Stephen King's Lawnmower Man. <laughs> the movie had nothing to do with the, the book. They just borrowed Stephen King's name is all they got. Right. And it's like, again, I'll go back to that every single time. It's like, don't expect to be exact. And don't expect it to be I mean, if it's horrible like Lawnmower Man was, uh, you know, complain a little bit, but don't let it bother you. Well, it's again, a movie. Um, you know, the, <laughs>
0: uh Lawnmower Man. Great mm-hmm. example. You don't like that movie, go back and read the book. If the book's better,
1: yeah, read the book. Read the book. It's there.
0: Don't watch the movie. It still exists. The the book still exists. Uh that's uh Was it The Dark Tower? Yeah. My sister, huge fan of those movies. And they have yet to do an adaptation that she's been happy with. Right, yeah. You know, uh, the most recent one with Idris Alba Yeah.
1: It was was
0: okay, but it wasn't the Stephen King book. It wasn't the thing, you know, it wasn't.
1: A lot of stuff missing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, uh, at least in her head when she's reading those books, Clint Eastwood.
1: Yeah. was the gunslinger well that's who stephen king thought too so yeah
0: <laughs> and so immediately she's taken out of it because idris alba does not look a lot like clint
1: eastwood but he makes a great gunslinger he does <laughs> now
0: if they could get clint eastwood's son that might that might oh, yeah. appease my my uh,
1: sister but, <laughs> that's an idea you know so yeah
0: watch and, the thing you love forget about the things you don't and if you don't like something okay it,
1: don't watch it again yeah exactly <laughs> and know? and don't bother Going to the manager to complain, <laughs> no, because it's like not going to be a big issue anyway. It's like uh, someone, uh, you know, going in and say, like, "Well, I, you know, went to a donut shop. I got donut, but I didn't order sprinkles. They put sprinkles on mine. You know what? Bonus. Shut up. <laughs> you know, live with it." <laughs> my
0: daughter, uh, my daughter works as uh, OGP, uh, online grocery pickup mm-hmm. in uh, the Vincennes, Indiana, Super Walmart. Mm-hmm. And so she is constantly regaling us with crazy customer stories, you know, from <laughs> the, the cracked out meth head who <laughs> fell asleep on the bananas <laughs> to the lady who yelled at her because Katie wouldn't point her in the direction of the lemon lime or the lime-free 7-Up or Sprite. Never she wanted Sprite without lime. What? <laughs> it doesn't. It's fucking lemonade or lemon flavored water. Yeah. But lime free Sprite isn't a thing. Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, but okay. you know, and Katie's going. I don't think that's. You mean you mean Perrier? Uh, yeah. You know, bubbly water. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. There's summing up. There's a God knows there are enough crazies out there, there with are. me adding my hat and throwing my hat in that ring. <laughs> right. So
1: that's, I just like to watch the other crazies and not only do I don't want to be a part of them. So. I'm a little bit of a voyeur in that. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> well, let's see here. What else we got going on in the world? There's been a whole lot of stuff uh, that's, I mean, we're, we've we got Spider Man coming up. There's a whole lot of stuff coming up. And it's all, we're back to the, Yeah. Everything's been sort of teased.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, Eternals kind of teed up uh,
1: the Black
0: Knight. Yes, Blade. oh yes, and yeah. Uh, we didn't see Blade in Eternals, but the post-credit scene you heard Mahersha Ali's yeah, voice. You heard that voice. You heard that voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's been teed up. Oh, the the Hawkeye series. Yeah, uh, I'm enjoying it. I've uh, only
1: got one episode in. Yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm an episode. I think we're an episode behind, but it's fun. Uh, I I am hoping with every fiber of my being that they they introduced a character in the second. Episode that was completely off screen. All you ever saw was his hand, but he was referred to as Uncle. And when they showed Uncle reaching down and pinching the little girl's cheek, he laughed in a way that sounded, oh, so Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh. And so I am hoping upon hope that he is revealed to be Kingpin, Mm -hmm. Wilson Fisk, as played by Vincent D'Onofrio from the Netflix series. Yeah. And now Kevin Feige has actually come out and, and said that, yes. If and when Daredevil shows up in the MCU, yeah, Daredevil that. will be played by Charlie Cox, yes, which is the actor that played Daredevil in the Marvel or in the Netflix series. Yep, Kevin Feige does not say that Daredevil will show up in Hawkeye or that Daredevil will be in Spider Man. he just said, he just when. said when he yeah. shows up, he will be played by Charlie Cox.
1: That's awesome because so I'm Charlie Cox did great.
0: Freaking hoping that Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin shows up in Hawkeye, I would and. We'll all lose our shit if Charlie Cox shows up as Daredevil Mm -hmm. in the Netflix series or in the the Spider-Man movie. Yeah. (laughs) Or he could even show up in the She-Hulk series. Oh, that's
1: coming up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's because she's an attorney. Yeah.
1: That's right. And and what is
0: Charlie Cox? He's an
1: attorney.
0: He's an attorney. Well, uh, I'm just saying uh, at the very least, Matt (laughs) Murdoch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Matt Murdoch is an attorney. So I'm just saying paths could cross there. Yeah. You know, Peter Parker in uh in No Way Home is gonna find himself in need of legal representation.
1: <laughs> Seems to me like Matt Murdoch could show up there. He should anyway. You know. <laughs> so yeah, and that's the thing. I love the fact that he said, Yeah, it's gonna be Charlie It's gonna Cox. be him. And I mean we've already been confirmed that Vincent D'Onofrio is gonna be Kingpin. I mean, that's been confirmed in some way, shape, or form. Uh but Charlie Clark's when I mean well, that's just like a day or so ago that, that yeah, came out.
0: Yeah, and that that's, that's hot off the presses. And I don't know. Has it been confirmed that D'Onofrio is going to reprise his role as Kingpin? Yeah. Has Kevin Feige said Vincent D'Onofrio is going to you know, reprise I don't him? know. I don't know. Yeah, because see, until Kevin Feige says it, I don't consider it confirmed.
1: <laughs> Maybe I just got it from that wacky, we got this covered page. <laughs> yeah. You got, have you ever checked out stuff from them? Oh, yeah. They got theories that I just like, yeah. no. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Who's writing for you guys? Yeah, we got this covered or, yeah, there are a couple of them that, they clickbait me every time i'm like oh cool and i'll click on it and i'll read the article and go well wait a minute you jack Wangs don't know any more than i do Yeah, exactly i mean i can say vincent d'onofrio is going to play kingpin confirmed
1: (laughs) well there you go now it's new i have absolutely
0: nothing to back that up you
1: know so it might have been where i got but i'm pretty sure i saw somewhere that it was confirmed that it's going to be him
0: well i know one of the things that uh, everybody is using as as kind of an arrow to point that it's going to be him is Vincent D'Onofrio tweeted out how much he loves the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Marvel TV shows, which is decidedly apparently not Vincent D'Onofrio style. Oh. Like, he never tweets out stuff like that. Oh. <laughs> so it kind of leaves everybody to go,
1: Well, why? You oh, not anyway you're <laughs> doing there. You're yeah, just pitching for a job. So <laughs> yeah, Could be. <laughs> but he was awesome as, as he, he was ben. absolutely I mean, spectacular as Kingpin. Uh, so yeah, that'll be a great one to come out. But uh, we also have uh, uh, there's another new big, huge Marvel movie coming out. Uh, oh Mor- no, uh, yeah, Morbius. Morbius, Morbius is coming up. Yeah, That's Morbius looks on. good. And uh, I, I mean, how they're going to tie that with uh, the MCU? I don't know if they're going to because it's a Sony thing. But either way, Morbius was one of my favorite Spider-Man villains. Yeah, uh, he well, was so
0: cool. One of the cool, one of the cooler, more interesting theories that I've seen is because uh, the head of Sony said that No Way Home will be the end of a trilogy of Spider-Man movies for Tom Holland Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But Tom Holland will star in a new trilogy of Spider-Man movies moving forward. Okay. So Sony has no intention of not doing Spider-Man movies and not doing Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland loosely tied to the MCU. Mm. So I have seen the theory that says the title of this one, No Way Home, means that our Spider-Man, Tom Holland, will leave the MCU universe and get trapped in the alternate Sony Mm. Spider-Man universe. And so that's how they will keep him in the MCU, but also in the Fox universe. Wow,
1: the metaverse is weird, so so then <laughs> Tom the, Holland
0: can go up against Morbius and can go up against uh Tom Hardy's venom, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we'll be- in, I yeah or, I should
1: say multiverse is weird, multiverse is weird, <laughs> so yeah I, yeah in any yeah. way they can all do it way. don't really use also. Metaverse,
0: otherwise, uh Facebook will come sue us right, yeah,
1: <laughs> sorry, Zuckerberg, yeah, uh, suck it, Zuckerberg. <laughs> So, well, you know, it's a whole bunch of good stuff coming up, a whole bunch of stuff we've seen. Uh, I guess that's a good summary of what we've been doing with our time. Yeah. (laughs) Now, I got to admit, one of the the reasons why I'm not up to date on a lot of these shows, which I should be, is because I went back with my wife and we we uh, we re-watched, re-binged Lost. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, that was so cool. I I saw it when it, just like a year after it originally aired, I uh, found a way to watch every single episode. <laughs> I'm not gonna say Pirate how, and, uh, and I watched every single episode because I'll after- just say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but after after the last episode, there was so much stuff and you know uh, publicity about it being bad and good and awesome and horrible and just uh, you know not. And I was like, oh, well, I got to check this out now. Yeah. So I started from season one and I watched it. And this is back in what 2010, 2011, somewhere around there. And then so just the other day, I talked to my wife. Well, we actually we started watching uh, Colony. It's on Netflix with um, uh, Josh Holloway, and he's in Lost. And uh, we started watching that. I am like, "Hey, I got a better show. What do you think about this?" And I, we started watching, and got her hooked immediately. And uh, we were we watched that, and I spent it's there's six seasons seasons of that. And this was back when TV uh, shows had twenty three shows right. a season, yeah. So you none know, of those ten episode seasons, right? Trip. Right? We <laughs> you were real. in it for the long haul, <laughs> yeah. boy. And so we did. We watched the entire thing, and I fell in love with it again. It's it's amazing how it stands up. Uh, it's not dated at all, and it fits in. The only thing is dated is nobody has really a cell phone, right? It's <laughs> like what? Wait. And so, uh, but no, it really stood out. And I, so that's why I wasted my time watching that <laughs> instead of keeping up to date. But now, I consider it a waste. You said that Leanne's
0: watching Yellowstone, right? <laughs> yeah, isn't that isn't that her jam?
1: Yep, that is. Um, have you
0: seen that the Paramount Plus has an 1883 Yellow, yeah. a Yellowstone origin? Yep, I'm more interested in that uh, because I, cowboys in the old west make more sense to me. <laughs> cowboys in modern day time, because yeah. my. I was showing Yellowstone to my mom. I'm like, well, I thought this might be something you'd get in and watch. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to watch a show about rich people bitching about their problems.
1: <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. I'm like, Well there
0: you have it. I mean, it's the same reason, you know, uh, I don't know that she ever got into Dallas and Dynasty and Falcon Crest. And <laughs> yep. that Yeah. This is rich people bitching about the problems. Well, actually,
1: honestly, I've watched. I, you know, since my wife is watching it on a regular basis, I've watched it, and and all it is is Sons of Anarchy with, with, with horses. Of course, that's what you keep yeah, telling me, and it's all you're it like.
0: Is. You're like, I don't know, man. I think you like it. It's mm-hmm. Sons of Anarchy on horseback.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> same problems, same things. Gangs written up by everybody else, and... it's, it's the Fast and Furious franchise yeah. on horseback. because <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> it's all about family. It, it is too. So. And the one thing I, uh, I, a friend of mine posted recently about Yellowstone, he said he's w- started watching it, and because of all the hullabaloo, he wanted to see what it was about, and he said, the one thing that strikes me is none of those people have a dog. And any rancher worth their salt would have a dog. One Seriously, dog. they don't have a dog? They don't have a dog. And then when someone said, there's like uh, a guy named Rip in there, he's like the lackey, he's the one that... You know, they said, well, that's a dog. <laughs> but no, wow. I, I think he needs a, at least a labradoodle. <laughs> yeah, a, la- a lab,
0: a border collie, yeah, so, yeah. some oh, sort a collie of,
1: yeah.
0: you know, or, shepherd, sheepdog. How do you, how But the he does, there's no dogs
1: in Yellowstone, which I think is wrong. <laughs> so, well, that's what well, the problem is.
0: I was going to say.
1: When, and heck, even Finch had a dog. <laughs> now I'm now Yeah. Hell, they've
0: got a dog in Hawkeye.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Lucky, Yeah, Yeah, they've got the Lucky pizza the dog. pizza dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what. When, Lucky uh, the one-eyed pizza dog. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we were playing, uh, uh, well, I used to play Marvel Avengers Alliance. It was a Facebook-based game. Actually, before that, it was a web-based game. And then Facebook conglomerated it. <laughs> yeah, Facebook and then, did what Facebook does. <laughs> yeah, and, and then it went away. But uh, in there, one of the characters you could play is Kate Bishop, and one of her secret moves was... She could she would send Lucky the Pizza Dog out to attack. And I was like, oh, this is cool playing this game. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Lucky the Pizza Dog. I look forward to that. So I'm going to be watching Hawkeye more than that. I'm done with Lost. You know, and now I can't watch Yellowstone.
0: Because <laughs> there's no dog. Because there's no dog. And that's all I'm going to be Are thinking about. Are there dogs in Sons of Anarchy? I don't know that anybody has like a pet dog. But okay. yeah, I think at the clubhouse there's, okay. a, you know, because the the clubhouse is at a like a repair shop slash junkyard. Yeah. I feel like they've got a junkyard dog okay well there's not even a single one in yellowstone so i i again you know, john wick would be would i know not, i know i know Gemma had birds so i know she had a lot of birds <laughs> i can't swear that there were there's yes. a like dog
1: no there's no pets at all in Yellowstone. holy shit <laughs> so well maybe it's still more like signs of anarchy then yeah but uh yeah i don't know uh, well and i guess then you never run the risk of a dog getting hurt in yeah, the show because
0: yeah. you want to turn people off you kill all the people you want you kill a dog and that's it people yeah. are going to riot in the streets that's why
1: does, uh, does the dog die.com is so popular <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> is there gonna be a dog dying okay i'll watch it yeah. <laughs> no yeah. all, all right, right i'm
0: out <laughs> yeah
1: uh but yeah yeah that's important i'm guessing Very the john important. wick movies don't show up on that. <laughs> oh they do yeah. does a dog die yes <laughs> but <laughs> exactly oh well i think that's the best way to make any kind of series good is put a dog in there anyway put a dog in there work for yeah. the brady bunch yeah so you know you could do it with anything and that'd make yeah. it that much or, better. or at least a, a household pet of some kind yeah. even the guardians had cosmo yeah <laughs> so speaking oh, of which Rocket. have you
0: seen the have you seen the trailer for the animated super pets no uh, movie no yeah okay yeah I think it's called super pet okay, but it's crypto and oh. uh Are they uh, gonna be battling- Dwayne Johnson is gonna be voicing crypto the <laughs> okay the Kryptonian dog Superman's dog right Kevin Hart is voicing Batman's
1: <laughs> dog, <laughs> oh my god, so. Are they going to have, are they going to battle the hyenas? Probably. (laughs) From Harley? Yeah. Uh, Okay. I can see it. No, I have not seen that and I might have to. Speaking of which, I told you about this. They had, they do the, uh, in front of a live studio audience where they redone All in the Family, Good Time. Uh Well, they recently did different strokes. Kevin Hart played Arnold, or don't you, know, you love Kevin Hart? Gary Coleman, I hilarious. absolutely love Kevin Hart. There's a point where John Lithgow, who plays Mr. Drummer, picks him up, like because he's in the in the series, he picked him up and carried him a lot because uh-huh. he was an eight year old kid. He picks up Kevin Hart, and he looks still like an eight year old. looks kid. like an eight year old kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's so great. So, all right, well, you know what? We got to come to an end on this thing. Why? I don't know because I feel like I don't want right.
0: to. it. because <laughs> I got to go get a drink, uh-huh. and you know.
1: And I gotta continue do work.
0: I think we've caught up on everything that, that we've watched. Yeah. And, and
1: and don't forget your favorite Christmas movie this year, it, right. Thirteen Slays Till Christmas. That's right. Thirteen Slays Till Christmas. It's a good movie. It is. <laughs> it actually is. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Especially the Kringles the Christmas clown. Yeah. But anyway, so there you go. Pick that up. Thirteen Slays Till Christmas. That's uh, that's my I have I have already watched
0: point. my uh my second favorite Christmas movie next to Thirteen Slays. What's that? Uh uh Scrooged. <laughs> Bill Murray. Yeah. I told my wife, I said, you know what we ought to do is we should come up with as many iterations of the uh, Scrooge story, the A oh, Christmas yeah. Carol yeah, yeah. and watch uh, all of them. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Here you go. If you had to pick one, what is your quintessential favorite version of a Christmas Carol? Like, do you have, as far as movies go, there've been a bunch of different I like ones, the one with
1: Patrick Stewart. Really? Yeah, that was okay. But then that's more on the classic Christmas Carol. Scrooge is a modern day telling. Yeah,
0: Scrooge is a modern day telling. But my absolute favorite version of a Christmas Carol, and we watch it every year on Christmas Eve. We have for many years is the nineteen eighty four George C. Scott. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. That is that is my jam. That is. Hmm. I think it was from eighty four. Okay. but it's george c scott as as ebenezer scrooge well so i'm not much
1: of a christmas person period yeah well, you know
0: <laughs> but the the patrick stewart one yeah i like that one. Uh, it was okay i didn't really care for patrick stewart's uh interpretation of ebenezer scrooge uh the jim carrey one scares the shit out of me <laughs> there are parts in there that are terrifying
1: <laughs> oh is but, that the one with carol cain or is the scrooge just the one with carol Kane as one of the ghosts yeah yes she's, okay scrooge okay scrooge okay yeah that yeah, that'd yeah be she's the movie. she's
0: the little blonde one from uh saturday night live yeah right? uh yeah. well
1: no from uh uh oh come on what's she been in she's been in a lot of weird things yeah she's a weird uh, weird actress so but yeah yeah i, I <laughs> believe she is she was the girlfriend of uh andy kaufman in taxi and in latke yes yeah okay. that's her okay yeah <laughs> so yeah Oh, well, see, but I'm not much of a Christmas person, but still, if anything, I, and mainly it's just because I'm a fan of Patrick Stewart, probably. Yeah. So that's it. But uh, I didn't. I don't think I've seen the Jim, Jim Carrey version.
0: Oh, and it's it's all animated. And oh. Jim Carrey plays all of the characters. Really? Or most all of the characters. He plays Ebenezer and all three ghosts.
1: Oh, I've just remembered my favorite, Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo. <laughs> they do a Christmas Carol uh, with Mr. Okay. Magoo. All right. <laughs> Actually, it's not a uh, guy I used to work with. That was his absolute favorite. And I'm like, dude, you're weird.
0: <laughs> so, I'd have let you go with the Mickey uh, Mickey's a Christmas Carol. <laughs> I would let that slide. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, well. All right. Well, that brings an end to the nerd Up podcast this time around, at least uh, hopefully we'll try to get together again before all the holidays interrupt us again. But, you know, if not have a great happy holiday, happy new year. Uh, Any uh, wishes you wish to send out? Oh, just Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to
0: everybody and spend time with family. And again, if you don't like it, don't watch it. (laughs) Exactly. I think maybe that should be the motto and the
1: tagline for the Nerd Up Up podcast. podcast. If you don't like it, don't watch it. (laughs) Wait. uh... (laughs) No, wait. Maybe not. Scratch that. (laughs) Never mind. Uh, We don't mean us. (laughs) Listen to us anyway. Why would you not want to listen? (laughs) Right. So, uh, well, let's see. Don't forget, you can always buy your Nerd Up uh, clothing, apparel, coffee cups, whatever. Uh, just go to cafepress.com slash podcast, or you can go to com slash podcast, and uh, you can get all sorts of merchandise, and that'd be make make great Christmas gifts, by the Absolutely. way. Absolutely. I think so. I would love to see everybody in the world decorated in a Nerd Up Podcast t-shirt. <laughs> That's just me. But uh, if nothing else, uh, we just wish you happy new year, Merry Christmas, have a great time, yeah. and we'll see you on the next Nerd Up right. Podcast. And you notice, we mm-hmm. said Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas slash happy holiday yeah, yeah. slash
0: Kwanzaa slash Hanukkah yes. I want to wish all of my uh my fellow Festivus celebrators yes. a happy festivist. Yes. Hopefully you got your, your festivus poll
1: up. And uh, airing of grievances is airing coming up. Airing of grievances <laughs> coming up. I got a lot of problem with you people. <laughs> We're ready for it. Well, like we say at the end of each and every episode, stay, stay nerdy. nerdy.
0: Prepare to be terrified. Lawford County Productions presents the unlisted owner director's cut. Featuring nine minutes of never-before-seen footage. Out now via Amazon streaming and coming soon to Blu-ray and DVD. You've been warned.